It was as if he kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis. 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 Three pounds of haggis because it hardly got off the ground. Scott, where is the Let's Talk Sport with Scott Brown and Nathan Snade? Where Never is starts. It? They always miss it off when it starts. You've, Moyen, you've Scott Brown, Nathan Snade here. Start off with Kyoto Moyen. Oh, Kyoto Moyen. Stealing your limelight, aren't I? Stealing your limelight. That is the way we start off. Studio 4 in Kirschberg, the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport. Man, we've got two awesome guests in tonight. We've got a, we, we have got Gwyneth Tenra and her driver, her sister, Joyce, who is also a skier as well. Don't forget her babysitter, by the looks of things. Babysitter huh? as well. Yeah. And we just heard an absolute belter. They've they've come down here. They even got to the studio before us this evening. Keen. And they had to come from the, the, the hills. Apparently they were yodelling in their car. Aren't any hills in Luxembourg. Uh, Gwyneth, Joyce, thank you so much for uh, for joining us. First time on the radio. Hopefully show not, 131, by the uh, way. Yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully not the last, you know. Um, we've been trying to tee this one up for uh, for a while, actually. But you're, uh, you're back, getting a bit of time off before you, you get back into training. Well, I'm training here already. I'm going to the fitness every day. How can you train if you don't have snow, huh? Well, I'm going into the fitness. Oh, I already so. messed it, I already <laughs> messed it, yeah. But didn't you say you're off to Lithuania? Yes, uh, I am. When's that? It's mid-October. Okay. So I still have time. It's pretty cold out there in Lithuania already, but that's going to be an indoor ski centre, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh, very good. So, Joyce, how does that work when you're, as you'll see, there's no real chronological order. We'll just sort of bounce into this and, and get going. Mm-hmm. But how, how does that work? You just have the big... I don't know what you call it the the shed the center where you where you ski and then the hotel's next door and yeah exactly you just hop on your skis and then you're ready to go <laughs> doesn't take a long time to go there oh very good very good so obviously skiing in an indoor center yeah center park you you, you get a lot more runs going up and down you don't have to you yes have to the coaches make us go up down the whole time even when you're tired so we do twenty runs in two hours wow. Have you done the Dubai, the, the, the indoor and Dubai? No, I wish, I wish. Yeah. Okay, Dad, if you're listening, I'm sure you are, and I hope you are. <laughs> Let's see if we can get out to uh, Spe- Dubai. Speaking of Dad, we were having a laugh about this before we came on, girls. I want to know how two girls end up as skiers in Luxembourg, which is obviously a very flat country, but obviously your dad's from the Netherlands as well. The name Ten Ra, yeah, Dutch, <laughs> yeah. Dutch family. I mean, how, how do you end up in skiing, you know, because there are no mountains. There's no hills in Holland from what I understand either, is there? You must have had one hell of a, <laughs> uh, one hell of a vacation up in the ski and then that's how you got into it. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Um, we went skiing every year for like two weeks and then at some point we got into a race which was super easy and then one of us got third I don't know which one it was <laughs> I think it was me I'm not sure um, and then my dad was like whoa me about training one of my girls got third so what happens if I do train so then we started training more and more and the coaches were like okay you guys are not this bad but there's so much potential let's start doing something and then we went up, up, up the hill. And, and what, what age were you? Was, what, what age when you started, let's say, do had your first, um, like, races? You were eight, I was ten. 
Oh, yeah. Eight and ten. I mean, that's still that's still quite late, isn't it, for, for skiers? Because you ever go... I mean, I just think about going skiing in Italy and you have those annoying Italian kids who are like well, but two and a half and, and they fly, and they fly past you. Yeah, yeah. annoying French and annoying Swiss. Sorry to any of the Italians listening now. Which are, who have Sorry been born on skis, yeah. right? And so you, you come in and steal their lime a couple of fabulous girls from Luxembourg... Boshed it straight to the straight to the <laughs> straight to the finish first. We'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll fire back into the the crux of the uh, the interview. As always, you can get in comms with us whilst we're on the show, and it's six two one five two five thousand. If you've got any questions, by all means, fire them in. Um, but as always, Nathan, we start things off um, with yeah. Uh, what have you got there, Scott? Sport in the world today. I mean, it's a bit of a random. Uh, Bit of a random one for you. Uh, in 1987, French driver Alain Prost won uh, the Portuguese Grand Prix, uh, and that was his record 28th uh, Formula One victory. Um, Greg Luganis. No, no idea. No? Okay. Uh, won the three metre springboard gold medal at the Seoul Olympics. The only reason I'm talking about the Seoul Olympics, obviously, was infamous previously with Ben Johnson uh, and the doping scandal around the uh, the 100 metre. Uh, Can I just final- hold you up in there? Because we've been talking about a bit recently about the last three or four weeks, and I've got myself onto a, um, a couple of articles recently, and I did. Can you correct me if I'm wrong, but did you watch a documentary with him where he came out afterwards and spoke that something like six of the eight other athletes since since also failed that test? Yeah, there's actually... Failed that race. There's only one guy um, who, I guess, didn't fail a a drug test, and that's a guy called Carl Lewis, and he was adamant. He was adamant that he, um, that, you know, everybody was on uh, the secret stuff, shall we say. Yeah. yeah, I think they could, they call it the dirtiest race in history, but apparently there's even even a dirtier race, which I believe is, I think the 2012 Olympic Games, like 1500 women's final, oh, where really? seven of the um, eight no tested uh, tested positive, which is now should be the dirtiest race. But when we think of the dirtiest race at, in history, it re- reflects to the 1988 Olympic 100 metre final in Seoul, as you were saying. Just to get you to relate to that, girls, is that something, is that a process you have to go through with uh, Alad now as well, is go through the, the, the doping testing? I don't. Gwyneth does. Oh. Yeah. So, so you know Max pretty well? Max. Uh, I get different ones every time. Max has been in the studio a couple of times. He knows where he yeah, is. Yeah, He's, watching yeah. him. He's probably He's listening. Scott's associated with the rugby team, so they've, been, they've done all their uh, yeah, research. We've been educated, educated and stuff. How often would you be getting tested for something like that then? Um, since now, I've been tested three times in the last year. And is it only at competitions or sometimes is it during training? No, every time I get home. Oh, really? I get home like really late and then the next morning at six o'clock, they're at my door and <sighs> be like, okay, let's do it. Just shout, really go away tired. out the window. Well, that I mean, that's Probably unfortunately, that's part of the part of the uh, the procedure, isn't it? Because if you fail to turn up, that counts as a, an infraction. And Yeah, that already happened to me once, which I hope to forget never happen yeah. again. And if you have three times when you're not there, then you get like... It's two-year ban, isn't it? I think it's quite... It's quite serious, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Really well, <laughs> there's no there's no better way to learn. Hopefully you don't miss any more, Gwyneth. But um, yeah, very, uh, very interesting. Another one here for you. 2022. So last year, uh, Iliad uh, Kipkoj broke his own world record in the marathon. How fast? How fast did he go? Elliot Tush broke his own world record in a marathon. What's a quick marathon time? Is it 208, 204, I think? 201, 201 and nine seconds. That is horribly quick. He could almost run like two marathons 
and I reckon I would what finish marathon, one. What marathon was it, do you know? Berlin. Berlin. Um, I can understand if it was in the in the Netherlands where it's a bit it's, where it's flat, but yeah, well, Berlin's quite flat. They as probably well, don't so. let them have a marathon in the Netherlands because it is flat, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in terms of uh, birthdays, um, we've got well, Juan Pablo Montoya, born in 1975, so he's uh, he's 48 today. Bogota, uh, Colombia, very interesting, yeah. very interesting. But um, yeah, so girls, I guess the 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 um, the way to start this is right back at the beginning. So as you said, you just was it just you were away skiing for a holiday and you entered a race and it went quite well. Yes, exactly. We we had we are three sisters. I have like we are three girls and I have two sisters, and we all did them. And then one of us, I think it's me. I think I went on the podium. I got third, and then just keep rubbing it in there, like you know, yeah. Yeah, I was. But, just, you got, yeah, yeah. but you're, so you're in, in your own race. You weren't with the other two sisters. <clears throat> no, I think we were different categories. Ah, oh, that's yes. what you're saying. I, I, I three <laughs> sisters were on the race, and I won. Yeah, that would. Yeah. No, so, um, how, how old's your other sister? Uh, I have a younger sister. Yeah. She's 16. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I'd imagine there's quite a few uh, quite a few arguments, you know. Um, are there any other arguments on the ski slopes? Not not really, no. No, on the ski slopes, no. we're trying to be professional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the word try. What I, I guess we had this conversation again in the last few weeks, the difference between what you and I, we're, pl- we're playing sport, but we're playing more of a game against each other. Where the Tenra sisters here are, are obviously they're racing and they're not necessarily racing against each other. I'm sure they're competing to see who gets down the down the slope the fastest, but quite different, right? Yeah, yeah but I hope different. you were, I hope you were competitive with one another. We was no comp- there must have been competition in the, within the household. Yes, we pushing each other like to the limits and up the limits. Is there something that you're a champion in within the household and 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 Joyce is is, is second or, or or vice versa? Joyce, is there something that you've got the edge on? Maybe. I'm good at card games. Good at the card games. <laughs> yeah. We were just talking That's earlier true. before the show. Mario Brothers. Who's who's better at Mario Brothers? I don't think uh, Mario Brothers exists anymore, mate. It does for me. It does for my Use a I think that will be me. That be you. Yeah. Without an electricity, it's not really. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't go together. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Your phone. <laughs> your phone wasn't working. My phone didn't work. <laughs> so here, just uh, you, you said you're obviously back training. So I'm, I'm massively interested, and I always ask our guests about the sort of training. So at the moment, you're mainly in the gym, doing strength conditioning sort of stuff. Yes, I have a coach, which I'm normally going with Joyce. Um, And then he's training us like every body part and he knows exactly what needs to be done. And we're always strong back on skis. So I'm really happy with what he's done. So what are you, what sort of stuff are we doing? Are we in doing, you know, is it mainly working on that core or we, you know, doing Olympic lifts and stuff like that? Or what what sort of stuff are we up to? Yeah, basically everything. But he does it in a way that we don't feel like we get stronger, but we do. So it's, it's like a fun game we play. And you both train together in the gym as well? Yeah, we do. Why? Do you not get sick of each other, no? Yes, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you talk about in the car? Uh, yeah. oh, I don't, don't know. Sometimes <laughs> there's nothing else to talk about. Yeah. We're like always together and always know exactly what happened that day. So we can't say what happened today because we already know what, exactly what happened. So sometimes it's just listening to music and singing along. Yeah. Can be a bit of singing. Now, just just going back. Uh, obviously, you're in the off season at the moment, so as you say, it's more conditioning, preparing you for the season. But once the the race season starts, is that? I mean, how does that work? Is it if you're? Do the races normally take place on the weekend? No, they are like the whole week. Like it depends really. Most times, the weekends is when the most people come because 
yeah. But they obviously don't work. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But during the week, yeah, it's it's oh, always, okay. It's always there you go. On. I mean, we're ignorant to that. So, but if you're uh, if you're if you're turning up to an event, you're. I mean, how often are you going expected to race over the the following days? I mean, you don't turn up on the morning, do you? You don't fly to Geneva and then ski the you know race the same day, do they? How many days would you go in advance of a of a tournament or a competition? Sorry. It really depends on where we are going. If we are like, if the race is like twenty minutes away, then we can stay at the same place. But sometimes we try to arrive three days earlier just to be prepared and to know the snow how it, how the snow is, and then yeah, we're ready to race. And then let's let's go into the different disciplines. So you're alpine. So for the ignorant like ourselves out there, what is alpine skiing? When I when I uh, when I type in alpine skiing, what is the what is the discipline? So it's skiing down the hill with a lot of gates around you and you have to turn like around the gates. Um, there's multiple disciplines. There's slalom, giant slalom, super G, downhill and combi. Super G is a big scary one, isn't it? Where you just well, go downhill faster. is even worse. Oh, okay. Downhill so is even go. faster. Yeah. The girls went 140 kilometers per hour down the hill. Myth jumps and that's really crazy. Yeah, they, but they mostly do it. You are or technique that's salom giant salom or you're a speed girl who's doing like super g and downhill if you speed girl you start from the beginning it's you're basically born with the adrenaline of speed and jumps and no fear or anything yeah like exactly that. crazy have you done the ski in the lauterbrunnen and wengen where they go yes. between the oh look we at trained the there you should, this is for maniacs yeah. mate. you know we had the bobsled <laughs> you and your knowledge the- huh we trained there every year for I don't know how many years, but that's exactly where we trained. Yeah, yeah. we basically grew up there for yeah, nine years. Yeah, we grew years. up there. <laughs> grew up there, and you go between the rocks, you go flying off the rocks like mad people. We don't do the big jump that they do. We we do the little jump before. But you you do the big jump, wouldn't you, Keith? No, I go rolling down it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> pull up, pull up just before, no, take off the listen, skis and no walk around you it. You know, between the rocks. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't see anything. You come around this bend, and then and then I think there's another sharp left, and then you you see. Nothing but the mountain, yeah. or the next mountain over. I think it's Lauterbrunnen. Is it Lauter? Lauterbrunnen. Yeah. Lauterbrunnen. Yeah, 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 you see them. Work on that accent, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, we've we've just said in where's that in Wengen? Would that be one of your favourite places to ski, or where where would be your favourite place to ski? Well, yes, I feel like it's a very good place to ski because we grew up there, so it's familiar to us. We know so many people there, and we know exactly where we're going. We don't get lost or something. So I really liked it there, but I also like a lot of places. Um, mostly in Switzerland. It's really beautiful there with the mountains and everything. Um, I don't know where Joyce likes to ski the most, but for me, Switzerland. Yeah, basically, yeah, me too. Switzerland is, it's always been our place, actually. So you, it's fair to say you both love skiing. Yeah. <laughs> you, do you love it so much that you would be, you know, one of those ones that would, if it snowed in Luxembourg, you'd get the skis out? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be so mean. <laughs> would, you, would you tie a bit of rope to the back of the car and get pulled along? You know, you see those videos out in the states and stuff. Do you love skiing so much that you'd actually go out to New Zealand to ski? <laughs> I did that. Yeah, you did that. Yeah. Yes, recently. Yes, I yeah. did. I just like, came back what, two days month? ago. Two days ago, there we go. Is <laughs> a champ. I'm surprised you didn't say New Zealand was your favourite ski spot. Cadrona, Coronet Peak, Remark- Peak. Remarkables. Which one's your favourite? Mount Peak. It's icier, it's steeper. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. The only unfortunate thing is in New Zealand, you can't or you cannot stay up there. You have to come down the mountain after. Yes, exactly. And where's where's the hot spot to go? Do you go to Queenstown or you go across to Wanaka? Queenstown, exactly. Arrowtown was actually the main place. Yeah. But we went a lot in Queenstown. 
Queenstown is yes. the. You should next time you're out there, spot. give Nathan a shout. He he guides you around. He shows the best spots. On the other side, on, Wana, on the Wanaka side. Oh, on the, on the more Cadrona. Oh yeah, on the Cadrona side. Too. You've been there too, yes. but you have. But Joyce, you weren't you weren't out in New Zealand, no. No, I wasn't though. Just out uh, training. So at home. tell me yeah. what hap- what what happened in the land of the long white cloud? Did you learn to say hello in uh, New Zealand talk? I well, did not. You don't know. You didn't learn. Oh, and you can educate her. Oh, well, this is how we started off the show. Kia ora. That's how I walked in the door. Kia ora, tamariki ma. There we go. Oh. Um, but uh, tell tell us about the New Zealand experience. Make me make me happy. What, what make was Nathan want to go home? Lots, right? of, lots of sunshine from the mountain. Incredible views. Yes. Um, when I arrived in the airplane, people were really really nice. They did perf- everything perfect for you, so that you are really comfortable, and they're really like welcoming you. That's I was really surprised, actually. Yeah. And um, the snow, they really prepared the snow really well. They really tried. I think they're new to this, too, because that some things were, like, not professional. But they really tried the best to make this, like, really possible. The races, the trainings. And when they're, like, World Cup skiers are coming also there. So that means it must be good. Yeah. So, yeah, mountains were really... A lot of... It's not high enough, though. No, it's, it's quite it's it's quite low. But anyway, I mean, look, it, it's, it's all right though because Lord of the Rings was filmed there, so it's only taking me twenty one minutes to talk about yeah. a movie, so it's not bad. Do you today. know the highest mountain in New Zealand, Scott? Uh, probably Casa Doom. Yeah, close Mount Cook. Mount Cook. There you go. Name Anybody name, listening in? Casa Doom. Named huh? after? Oh, explorer. Yeah, well done, Captain. Captain Cook, there you go. <laughs> Not Captain Birdseye. Um, so, Joyce, over to you. You said you've you've linked up and you're on the same uh, you're the same team at the moment. So, how many of you are in this team? We are fourteen. Yeah. We yeah. Are 14, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. And is that all? No, it's not just Luxembourgish skiers, no. No, it's really international. We have New Zealand girls, so Kiwi girls. We have oh, what do we have? We have Canada, USA, Latvia, Latvia, uh, England. Belgium. Belgium, yeah. Spain. Spain. I don't know. How can you ski in Spain? <laughs> yeah, well, there's those, those big ones down the, down the south there, isn't yeah. it? Take your word for there's it. There's also Andorra. You can ski in Andorra. Yeah, I know that. Lovely spot. You, you, I know. Yeah, because you, <laughs> because you played rugby there. Uh, played, no, played never, rugby? never. It's on, it's on the list. Mind you, the list is... The rugby, it's slowing down, it's slowing down. But um, with, um, with, with your, your team, as you say, how does... Like, give us an idea of how that how that works. So you're going to go into camp, I guess, when you go to Lithuania. Yeah. And it's, you all meet in the, uh, you know, the, uh, I guess the reception, you know. Yeah. You put, you, do you put your hand in the bag, find out what number ball, you know, you, are you always in the same room together or do you pair up in, get paired up with different, different um, teammates and stuff? Yeah, we try to, because I think otherwise... It's we have much. too much of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you have to, yeah, you have so to what happens if you pull her? Right? Right? No, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going in a room with her. I'm not going in a room with her. He's changed. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you obviously you arrive at camp with everybody. You Presumably your coach has a sit down in your, your goals for the camp. But but again, it's it, we're coming from a place of, I mean, we don't actually know anything about how it works in the, in the skiing world. I mean, Sorry to sound really, I guess, black and white when I ask this, but it's not like you turn up and your best time is one minute, 35 seconds, and we want to reduce it by, you know, uh, you know, by five seconds or 10 seconds, because obviously every, every track, every venue is, is completely different. So, yeah. you know, when you, in terms of, you know, are you just doing technical sessions or is it, is it just hardcore training or yeah, what sort of stuff do you get up to? 
Well, we yeah, we wake up in the morning and then we go to the mountain. Then we see what we do and we yeah, the coach tells us what we have to do better. Then we come back, eat, train, and then we have a video analysis where we sh- like watch our videos and he tells us what we have to do better. And I mean, yeah. videos become a massive part of of that coach elite sport, hasn't it? You know that tool that coaches can use. I mean, forgive again, I keep using the word ignorance, but yeah, you need to get on the edge a bit more, yeah. <laughs> get a bit get a bit lower around this one. Is is it is it a case of feedback like that, or is it even more more technical? Well, it's also looking at yourself. You can see exactly what you're doing wrong, and then the next day it's probably not the same slope, but. Um, still you can still see like the mistakes you, you do and then you try to correct them the next day and then next actually every small details uh, takes weeks sometimes even months and yeah sometimes you're like sick of the same old like always the same commenting and then at some point you're like let's try something else and see if that's trying like to make a difference exactly, sort of thing. Yeah. so uh, again are there any cool terms you can use in skiing? You know, when you talk about, and we talk about our terminology, like buzzwords like, I don't know, jump or igloo or something like that. I'm just thinking of stuff in the <laughs> snow. But is there, is there any words you can give us that, you know, next time we're on the slopes, we can say that and then we're like, oh, this, these two know about skiing, yeah. Well, there's not really a word. It's basically you know about your stuff that you're skiing with, like the edge, the bindings, if you- how so the edge change? is obviously the, sh- the sharp bit of the ski, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And that's where you're trying to, when you're turning, do you want to be on the edge? Exactly. So you can cut through the snow. Cut through the snow. Oh, binding, that's obviously what binds onto the boot. There's another there we one go, for the boot, yes. What do you call the shin pads you wear? And don't say they're called shin pads. There must be a better name for it than that. Oh. You're more, are, they, are they shins or are they knees? Shin guards, yeah. yes. That's what they're called. Are you going to be telling me that the thing you wear on your head's yeah. called a helmet, is it? Yeah. No way you found that out. <laughs> okay, so what, what are the colours on your on your helmet? Have we got a red uh, a red lion? Um, I I chose black because that looks good on everyone. Yeah. So it looked good on me, so I tried to black. Yeah, and what about you, Joyce? I got Gwyneth's old helmet, so it's also black. <laughs> you get a hand me down. Sponsors on the side, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, or sponsors on the front. Sponsors on the front. Any line at all? Line? line. No. Everything's black except Atomic, which is my okay. sponsor, sponsor of like, skis too, my skis, boots, everything. And then my head one, I only have one, it's Balois Assurance. Yep. And it's. It's basically it because you don't want to put too much because then everyone can't read the main things. Yeah. So I only have one and everyone can read it from far away. Just um, just going back to equipment. I remember when we had uh, Matthew Osh on, and we love talking about mistakes you've made and <laughs> you know things that you you not that you regret that you you laugh about now, but obviously you're required to wear certain protective gear. You know, I can't turn up in my. <laughs> woolly gloves and go down the mountain and that sort of thing but you know the i guess the body armor that you have to wear but there's one there's a quite an important piece on the back that you have to wear yeah. what's that called don't say back plate back protector oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really what, simple isn't it i tell you what they need to get a bit more imaginative with these uh this terminology in skiing because yeah, i think it'd be cool to be like yeah you've got the I don't know, the backpack on, something like, something cool that would get people talking about it. But anyway, he was telling us about how, I don't know, he was a bit excited in the morning and going up for his race and he actually forgot to, um, to wear, yeah, yeah. And and you're actually not allowed to race without it, are you? they catch you. Yeah. Sometimes 
pat your back to look yeah, if it's yeah. there yeah, and yeah. if it's not they're like get out of your skis yeah so he he told us he had to borrow one which was too i think it was too, too small, small for him yeah. and obviously you can of course it affects your performance you know if yeah. you're wearing well i mean we always talk about doing bike races with the bikes with the basket on and stuff like that you know but <laughs> have you yeah. ever, have you ever forgotten anything you got to the top <laughs> i had the same situation she had to borrow someone's that was too big for you yeah, and then i had to go back up because he had to race afterwards so <laughs> oh, really? yeah oh, when i came down i was like i have no time yeah, i have to yeah. go back up yeah. so what how i mean is I wonder if there are any pictures that are you like walking around like this with a big, big massive Another bat one's not on her big... Instagram page. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean it's all it's all good that you can laugh um, about these experiences. I mean that's ultimately what what it's all about is all these different experiences and stuff. But have you got any other funny stories like that where you might have? I mean you don't forget your skis, but or, or, or if there's been any drama up at the uh, up at the top. Well, there was one like races at some point. They said you had to have a fish helmet. A what? A FIS helmet. It's a Federation International of Ski, and they set for GS and downhill. And uh, so there you go. There's some terminology for you. FIS helmet. Well, yeah, so there you go. You're laughing. Well, that's pretty obvious. That's better than backplate. Anyway, go on. Sorry. <laughs> because it has a, like a more protection, and then yeah, it goes the year, and we didn't have like any any FIS helmet, so I just went without it, and then luckily they <laughs> didn't check, so I went down the hill. But the race afterwards, I asked a friend to lend me her helmet for like a week, so. I was prepared for the race. You asked what, a fan. What, 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 Sorry? You asked who to? No, someone she was racing. Yeah. A friend. Yeah, a friend. A friend. What, what about yourself? Did you Have you ever done anything silly like that? I don't know. I've I'm probably forgot my ski pass, couldn't get up, or I was late and didn't do inspection. That's the really best part ever. Um, the ski pass one's quite funny because we've all been there when... I mean, I'm going back in the day now, but do they still... Things have probably changed a bit since I was skiing, okay? But they have, like, the, the turnstile that you go through, and normally you wear, you like, you have it in your, your thing, don't you? So you, like, push your, your chest up, and it beeps, doesn't you? And I remember going and not having it, and you're like... <laughs> just after three, three get, get shouted at in some language you don't know, just be like, yeah, they're on, mate, and just... Uh, <laughs> Just get back on it. Is that something you'd forget, Nathan? You lift uh, pass? No, 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 no. I, I, as you know, I would because I always forget my pass coming into this place, don't I? What's flying here around? Oh, there's a fly <laughs> in the studio and it's annoying the hell out of me. Can you I follow, followed you in. Yeah, you go, and, you go and get rid of him, mate. You go and get rid of him. Um, I mean, um, are there any real fond memories you have of skiing so far? Obviously, you're both very young in, in, in your careers, but something you look back on already and you're, you're really happy and proud of what you've done so far? Um, I've been to the Olympics. <laughs> last year so that's i'm quite proud of this and then this year i went to the world champs and i got 37th and 39th which is like pretty good normally but the Olympics it's really good it's been thank you. pretty good yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you have a lion on your head no i didn't shut up about the lion <laughs> i still haven't yeah maybe maybe you must have had a lion on your sleeve you must have had a lion on your sleeve with luxembourg not even a lion on your sleeve i have my flag ah the flag there we go i have the flag of luxembourg okay um yeah, but the Olympics was like really special. Unfortunately, it was Corona time, so my parents couldn't come with me to there. Which my dad is always there with me at the start. And where was where was that? In China. China. So the next Beijing. one. So that when when's the next one? 2026 in Italy. So again, that's a. I mean, uh, the the person I guess I compare that to is someone like Charles Grethen, who obviously you know made the Olympic final in the 1500 meters, but unfortunately because of COVID. It's not. It's not the same as the big crowds. You know, that's obviously as a as a sportsman or sportswoman. You know, that's what you wanna you wanna compete in front of the big crowd. So yeah, 
hopefully you'll be back there and, and doing even better than than this time around. What about yourself, Joyce? Well, I think I was 13, 14 and I won like every race in Switzerland. We had like, it was a EQ race. There were eight races, which six of them I was first and two of them I was second. And I, well, I basically won 500 francs at the end because I had the most points. Oh, really? But I didn't get them because I wasn't Swiss. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Classic, classic. So, you know, that would make you a professional skier, wouldn't it? If you, uh, if you, if you took the money, that was, the, that was how it was determined back in the day, wasn't it? What was your, um, come on to you, Gwyneth, what was your, the difference between racing, let's say, in a, in a I, I, don't, I don't know, like a national championships or, or in comparison to the, in comparison to the Olympic Games, was it, did you have any more nerve, or were you exactly the same? What, what was the what was the um, main difference for for what you were feeling? Well, normally every race that you do, um, at so when you come into U eighteen, so after U sixteen you get in this fist thing, yep. and then they have Federation International Skiing for your for you, Scott. Yeah, you have to have have a helmet for that, mate. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> And um, you do races basically all around the world. And then um, at some point, I got enough points to go to the Olympics. Uh, but I only did 13 races and I got under 60 points, what was like the thing I had to do. And then I didn't even do Europa Cup. I missed a few steps. I, I missed Europa Cup. I missed World Cup. I missed World Champs. I just went straight to, to, to the Olympics in China with fake snow, fake ice. and Without Papa Smurf? Without your dad? Without my dad. Yeah, yeah. So it was, and it was steep, icy. I've never done this before. And yeah, it was really, really different. And also everyone was so professional at the start. And I was kind of wanted to look what they do doing. But I also had to concentrate on myself and do my best. So I, I really caught up a lot of... And who was your support there? Did you have, you had a, had a the, Luxembourg delegate? A Luxembourg team. team. I had five men for me. Okay. That were like do everything for me so what's that physio or physio two coaches um one translator um and then who else is there Uh, one just organizer that is like okay now we do this and this and this and yeah and if you have any questions you could always go to him not bad. The old rugby team would be lucky to get uh, knock out five officials to the national team, wouldn't you? More officials than players, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's, fabu- that's fabulous. That you, uh, and those, and, and those, that trying time, let's say, you're able to get the, su- you get the support from a national level to have that, you know, t- guys or, or, or coaches around you supporting you at, a, at such a magnitude considering you miss those other, other races. It's, uh, just, just to go into a little bit more detail, and, and Joyce, you can you know check your 50 cents in here as well when you're so let's make this simple I tell, when's the first race of the season end of november end of november where is it i don't know yet okay right well let's make it up and say it's in luxembourg okay so uh first race and you're obviously going to compete and you're going to be ranked um i don't know how many people would you expect to be that first race of the season how, 60. okay so let's say there's 60 people when you when you up. Yeah, yeah, more. Because I feel like in oh. the beginning you have all the new kids coming. Yeah, everybody wants to get the points. Get the so points. Low, so down. the races are well, so many. People. Let's 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 uh, play devil's advocate. Let's say there's a hundred people. Okay, so when you talk about points, are you trying to accumulate as many points as possible? No, you you start with nine hundred ninety nine, and then you want to go to zero. Ah, but so zero is really really hard. You have to win a World Cup to get zero points. Yeah. Okay, so if you Again, so what, if, if, if you finish 30th 
in this first event, how many points would you expect to pick up something for, for something like that? Probably 50. No, it really depends on... It depends which it's, race. It's, but it's a normal fist yeah. race, then it's going to be... Actually, a race of fists depends on how many people are at the start, how yeah. good are the points at the start, yeah. how many good skiers are at the start, okay, how so the slope thing. looks like, how yeah, long yeah, this yeah, is. Yeah. It's all very difficult. Okay, so again, we're, we're trying to... I'm trying to simplify it as much as possible. I mean, it's it's very similar to other sports. In set, you know, It could be golf or something like that, a more challenging course. But obviously, if you're playing against the people who are the best in the world, then the race is, is obviously going to yeah. be harder. Mm-hmm. And hence, if you can beat these, you're going to earn more points. Exactly. So if you're, if you're starting on 999, what, how many points are you looking to essentially, I guess the word is lose, because you want to lose points and get a lower score. To, to go to the Olympics, is there, a, is there a threshold for that? Do you need to... Um, every country has a different rule. Um, Luxembourg said I should get under 60 points. So you lose 939 points? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's... So, so you got it, yeah, of course, you want to be racing against the big dogs, you want to yeah. be racing at all the big events to... And I yeah. only got like five months to do that. I only got five months. And what about you, Joyce? Where are you at the moment in... Oh, this also, also, this year went well. So I got my points at 57 and 64. But my season started not so good when... Yeah, but I'm happy with my points now. Unreal, unreal. That'd be class, you know, if you could obviously both get... Well, accumulate isn't the word, but you know what I mean? Get that low points score as possible and then both go to the Olympics the next time round. Is that something on the on the radar, I guess? Yeah, it is. That'd be pretty awesome. One of us yeah. has to go top 50 in the world. I'm like pushing me and I'm like, come on, yeah. do it. Can, <laughs> can, two of, can two of you go? If I got under 50 of the world, then I can get the second from the country so it's going to be Joyce oh, so it's almost like not a wild card but you know what I mean you get if you get into the top 50 you get a plus one then I get the plus one of the country oh, so I need to do good. that very interesting how, how different it is compared to to other sports and yeah. stuff and I always find it different that you start at 999 and work your way backwards work normally we, down. We, we accumulate rather than so uh, when you when you say uh, for a you know, for a World Cup event, you know, we've all seen the big ones and the big hill and uh, the horns and stuff. We should definitely go down to something like that, Nathan, at some point. But um, if you win that, what is that worth in points? Zero points. So if you and win, you so, so if you get zero points for winning, does that mean you could basically win a race and, you know, put your feet up and that's you, you're qualified? Not at all, actually. Actually, you need two, race, two z- races with zero points to get zero points. If you have runway zero and one with two, that makes one point. Okay. It's the, how do you call it, moyenne? The middle, the middle ground. The middle ground, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So oh, okay. you, need two races, you need to win two races to get zero points. And if, um, if at some point, if the next year... You didn't get, you didn't score under zero or didn't get zero again. That means that your points are going up by twenty percent, uh, which is a lot. Oh, so you got to have that consistency exactly. for uh, for competing. Well, yeah, your points fine. got go to the points you had last year. Like the like, let's say, yeah. Or I had it actually. I had like one hundred and four points, and then the year after I raced and I had like. My best races were like one hundred and five and one hundred six. So I had like one hundred and five points. So. <laughs> My points went to 105 and they stayed there. And does that does that affect you? Because obviously, imagine it's very difficult at the start of the season where they're going to essentially, because you can't have everybody racing on, on the track at the, or on the, on the course at the same time. So you, do you get seeded based on the previous year? 
you get by points. Um, top 15 are going to be... Mishmash? Like, yes. It's like a, you put all yeah. the names in a bowl. Yeah, yeah. Just, ra- just random yeah. sort of yeah. thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then after top 15, you go by the points and you go up. Ah, uh, okay. And uh, the, the later you are, I'm guessing the more slushier... Yeah, the harder it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you want yeah, you want to yeah, be one. Yeah. You want to be the first. You want to be in the first ones. You perfect. Don't want to be first. You want to see those sharp corners. But if you're five, you would have seen. It's perfect course. Yeah, perfect course. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you remember in Vardy's there, I had like we had, You started I think top fifteen, right? Yeah. And I was I started like forty seven, and my holes were like so big. It was like crazy. I was like I was jumping between the gates. It was insane. And then I made top thirty, and for the s- second run. The top 30 change around. Yeah. So I was 30th, so I was first, and I was like, oh my god, this this is amazing to ski down. <laughs> like yeah. the slope was so nice, so, like so no perfect. bumps at all. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been in the situation where you sit in the chair, where you got the the top three sit in the chair, and then if someone gets a faster time, then then you then you have to get off the chair. That's only World oh, Cup. Yeah. Only World Cup. And, and the we World Juniors Championships. And the World Juniors. Yeah. Yes class yeah that'd be cool and only top one the first one can so if i'm reading correctly in valdezir uh gwyneth you you finished fifth in the slalom you finished third in the giant slalom and third again and then you got the did not finish why did you not finish on the 14th of the fourth in valdezir is that correct valdezir did not was it in gs i did not finish oh probably oh yeah I think so too. Yeah, because you went to help me with my jacket. Oh, oh there yeah. we go. It's pretty simple. You missed your, you missed the start. No, I didn't miss the start. <laughs> no, that's that will be DNS. Did not start. Did not that's, start. That's worse. You got me. well. You got one of them in Cadrona uh, a few days ago. Yes. Well, actually, I can explain that one. Yeah. It wasn't my fault. We we did the race the last day, and then we only did the first run. Then it was so bad weather they had to cancel the second run, and then they decided. They didn't want to pay us back the money. So they were like, okay, let's do the second run on the next day. And the next day I had to take my plane. So I couldn't get at the start because otherwise I would miss my plane and that would be worse. Bloody oh, Kiwis. Referee. <laughs> <laughs> Sponging Kiwis. Kiwis, come yeah. on. <laughs> Ref. <laughs> just, uh, just going back to uh, the course, I mean, um, as you said, it's. I told you we'll be a bit more serious at the start and then we'll get to the funny side of things. Have you ever, you must talk to yourself when you're skiing and don't say you don't okay? <laughs> don't say you don't okay you must when you're scoping oh shit when you're like now <laughs> if you're if you're watching on the video if you, i'm probably not demonstrating the best posture like that but it's you know it's tucked under the arms and you're gonna poke low, your backside it pack your back yeah, so hold backs, your back because lower back's a bit we'll stiff get, from earlier back, did a bit of fitness probably early, got a back plate in the car for you scott anyway i just want the fizz helmet mate um, <laughs> <laughs> but um when you're so when you're going down, are you? I I think this is a great one. I think we should mic you up to um, <laughs> hear what's actually said when the skiers going down the hill because I think it's fair to say, and I mean this with the utmost respect, not every run goes perfectly, and sometimes there is some mistakes, and I'm sure there is some colourful language oh, um, yeah. <laughs> that comes out more there than a bit of off. Yeah, I'll be. <laughs> Exactly. Or, or uh, goodness me, that that corner was fast. You know, I think. Um, do you? Uh, I mean, I mean, sort of building on that. Have you had any where you're like, uh, you know, you're, you're skiing down, and obviously some corners, you know, as you say, once they get a little bit bumpy and stuff like that, where you do, you know, they are <laughs> sort of ski up in the air and and try and catch it. Or well, a lot of words are coming. Um, it, in Luxembourgish, obviously. Is no, it? actually, no. 
Um, actually, I do it in every language. It <laughs> yeah. just comes out. Just comes out. It's a business it's idea, huh? Learn to speak languages while yeah. skiing. That's it, huh? Yeah. But yeah, what about you, Joyce? Have you had any any near misses, any big crashes or anything? I told you we'd get onto this at some point, yeah. Yeah, I had, I think, uh, two big crashes. I had, like, an ACL injury. Oh, okay, it's nasty. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was kind of bad because, the yeah, I yeah I fell down and then the doctor said, like, you have nothing. And I was like, well, okay. So I was like, why do I still have pain? And then I went to another doctor and was like, yeah, you... Yeah, your ACL is like torn. So yeah. and I then think when he said you had nothing, I think maybe he meant that the ACL is is gone. It's I don't gone. know. Yeah. ACL is <laughs> always always a always a nasty one to do. What about yourself, Gwyneth? I never got injured. No. A serious one. Touch wood. But I Touch have wood. another injury that was pretty bad. Also last year. Yes. <laughs> I was uh, in intensive. You broke eight ribs. Oh. Yeah, I broke eight, eight and ribs. almost died. <laughs> eight ribs. Jesus. I mean, you, you've got one in the. You've must have caught more. You got well, a I've, number in, in I've, the ribs. I've, 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 caught, I've done my ribs. Six I've or dislocated six times a rib. And, hurt. Uh, yeah. and that was. I mean, that's oh, nothing. Eight ribs. ribs. What did you do? Front and on the side. Jesus. How did you sleep? So it was like on both Because that's I, the worst. Sleeping's the worst. No, but it wasn't all. Oh, I had like a torn um, Ab? liver. Abdominal. What? Like yeah. the liver, like, yeah. It was. This is from, just to be clear, this is from skiing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what, I'm glad I didn't interview uh, you after that oh. happened because it made you laugh and you'd be. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it was. Like, oh, all right. So. Your last words before the accident was probably, oh, shit. Uh, uh, what, I, no, what, what happened here? I, my ski like went away, so I was on the inside ski, and then I turned around and I saved myself. I was like, Phew. and I look backwards and I see like the mountain going down. It's like off off the slope and my skis get stuck and I just, and I'm like, shit. Did a backflip. Yeah. I did like three rolls. I landed in a bush and then... Yeah, you got a video I of that? Could, any video? No, because the coach like got so scared the video just goes down and then he just well, so, comes to so me it wasn't so it wasn't during a competition, it was training. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, and, so, and, and obviously no um what do you call it? Nets. The red the, no, the no, no fence. Nets. Yeah, no fence, red the orange. There was fence. no fence. And I don't get it. I flew down like ten meters down. Because I, I, I don't know if you if you're into your reels and wow. stuff on Instagram, there is a there's a guy out in America um where he's skiing and he just thinks he's going off. Mm. Um, I think I've seen it. And he, yeah, I would say if you're into skiing, you probably have, you know. Um, but yeah, basically goes off and he's just like, oh bugger. It's just a big, <laughs> big drop into the snow. It's absolutely mad. Speaking of funny videos, like, have you seen like the one? Cliff, like you, a cliff. Yeah. yeah. Like into, into more snow. There's a, there is a funny one where your woman's putting on uh, the ski boots and stuff and you can hear this in the background and stuff and she's just like da, 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 and then starts going down the hill big bloody grizzly bear chasing <laughs> she, she doesn't, even, doesn't, doesn't even know I'll, I'll dig it out and post it on our, on our stories later absolutely mad sorry but um, <laughs> Joyce back to back to this crash so how, how far was the drop? it went like yeah it was 10 metres like just going down Jesus and did like as soon as it I mean, it must have been horrendous because you, you obviously make a mistake and you catch yourself and you yeah. think we're all right. And yeah. then you're like, all right, maybe not. Um, yeah. <laughs> God. And then wh what happens is that, um, do the guys in the orange suits come down, put you in the... No, well, at the beginning I thought I had nothing. I just had difficulties breathing. But I checked my knees immediately because of the ACL. And I'm yeah. like, my knees are fine. Like, I'm good. Then this guy came up and then, yeah, he basically took me down to where the, yeah, like to the house that there was a house. And then... Yeah, 
I don't know. Like I was so mad at myself. I was like, why does this happen? I, I said that the radio is my last run. I was I was finished after this run. Like, why does this happen? And then yeah. the ambulance came and they were like, they cut like my clothes open. They were like, we need a doctor. So the helicopter came and then I flew immediately to, to Salzburg Hospital. And then, yeah, I mean, there were 10 people around me, checkups. And then they put a tube inside yeah, to pee. And then I see the sign like intensive oh, care. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, what does it look like? Because yeah. I thought I was just going to pass it. And then... I'm like, oh no, it's for me. I, I'm in intensive care, so yeah. And when when you, sorry, just to keep going on <laughs> no. about this, but when you, like, when you break your ribs, how do they like? Is that are we talking like as in proper broken, or is it fractures, or is it all everything's uh, just yeah. in? But in the place? four, the four were the worst. They yeah. were like broken on the front and on the side. So I remember when when the seven first days I couldn't walk because of my liver so i had to stay in bed 30 degrees with my body i i basically couldn't do anything i was like can you please take my phone can you take my computer uh, like are you in i don't i mean obviously you, you, if you do you laugh about it now and yeah. oh, she's got it she's got so it surprisingly thank god thank god so I can <laughs> say, last, it was only last it, year were you like one of those you know when you see the people in the full body cast and you just have to sit no no no, no not as no, bad as I that was, no i was i had like this kind of like the shirt on like I don't know and I had like, all these things basically sticking out and then I remember like the ter- first two nights the beeper went on because I couldn't breathe and then <laughs> they came to the room and put those breathing things in my nose and I was like what the hell is happening and oh I couldn't God. drink out of a glass because I couldn't move my body 30 degrees so I had like a lolly uh, yeah well, well well, fair play for recovering oh, from, from something Wish. like that so where was that where did in, that accident uh, take place? Reiteram in Austria. So obviously we're never going back there again, are we? No, or? I raced this year there and I skied so bad. I was like, no, yeah. I don't want to go yeah. here. <laughs> Fair play conquering, you know, go and, go and face it. But that's um, that's hardcore, like, it you know, from a nasty, nasty crash okay. like that. I, I want to know, girls, so you're at, this, at the line, I'm going to take away this, this crash. You're, you're at the line, uh, or on the start line, on the on the drop, I guess. What 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 are you thinking? What what's going? I want to know those words that are, that's going on through your through your mind. Are you thinking technical, or are you thinking I'm going to go like a bat out of hell here? <laughs> what's your um, what's your what's your mindset going and in, g- going into one of these things? Because the object is to get down there as fast as you possibly can. Yeah, but sometimes when you inspect the course, you're like, oh my god, it's so steep. And when when you start skiing, you're like, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, <laughs> you just yeah. You yeah. Just go so so it. when you get your second run, you think, right, I'm going to go and <laughs> hammer this one again. You know. Yeah, my last words are like, go, let's race this, and then yeah. just completely forget everything that ever happened and just race down as fast as you can. If you think too much, that's the worst part. You just have to forget everything. And just go without a head. That's that's when you're dangerous, I guess. <laughs> so, am I right in thinking? Just as Nathan was said again, forgive <laughs> my posture because I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, so when I'm you're you're stood and you're, are you counted down? So is it like five, four, three, two, one? Or there are lights there? Or because I've always seen it, there's almost like you stand between two little metal posts, isn't yeah. it? And there's like a little. I don't want to call a barrier, but it's like a little. Gate. Yeah, I guess it's the yeah. gate. And as I soon as you push that open, the timing starts, or is that? So, um, 
in slalom, it's like difference in every dis- no. It's slalom. Slalom. They just say ready, and then you put your poles, and then you're ready. They and then they like go, and then you just go whenever you want. You can stay there for hours if you want, but <laughs> that's that's not what you <laughs> want. <a> sit, <laughs> Protest up on the. Yes. You're like no, I don't want to go. <laughs> I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. Yeah. Um, and then GS, so giant slalom, super G, and downhill. There's like, um, what's this thing called? It's like you have like a timer, and then it says ten, and it's like a beep, and then you see the countdown going down, and yeah. it's like five. Uh, uh, ten is the first beep, yeah. and then you know, okay, let's put the poles, and then five, four, and then in those five to zero seconds, you have to go. If no, you no, don't, it's minus five. It goes oh, to yes. minus five. But that's that's not the goal. You you should rather go yeah. between five and zero. Yeah, and then. If you don't go in that time, that means you DNS. You cannot mm-hmm. start anymore. They're like, you're too late. Um, even if you do go and then they didn't say anything, if you come down, they're going to be like, you, that doesn't count. So it's- when you're on that Air New Zealand flight out of Queenstown, do you think they said the countdown from minus five <laughs> to five? And- <laughs> no, they did. They, did. they yeah, probably they, they did. Put you in. Yes. <laughs> they were like, she's not here. <laughs> Is there any other weird traditions with uh, with skiing? You know, like, I mean, what do you do if someone does something good? You know, like if a skateboarder does a, a good trick, they're like, bang oh, the skateboard on the team. Do you know what I mean? Up at the last year. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Or like, oh, if you do, you know, I don't know, if you're yeah, skiing, if you're what, skiing what? and you have a bad one, do you, I don't know, do you pick up the pole and launch it? I don't, I don't know, do they do? <laughs> I the, mean, everybody the, does different. Like, some of them yes. just go crazy and do some some stunts and other ones just... They just go down and be like, okay, it's it's done. I'm but, on. but what about if you're up the top and you you, you know the 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 athlete before you's had a good had a good time? Do you do you know that? You don't know. You, oh, don't you don't the know time. that. Okay. You don't know if they did well. You just see how they ski, and you're like, okay, this looks well, but maybe they didn't do well at the yeah, further then, down the track. But if they do well, then you're gonna be like, oh my god, I have to beat this person. I, I yeah. if I'm not faster, I'm not, I'm gonna lose everything. Have you, just, have you ever like had? Because um, it's quite structured, isn't it, and organised in the sense that it would be uh, Joyce. You're gonna go at eleven minutes thirteen. Gwyneth, you're gonna go at eleven minutes sixteen, and so you sort of know and they call you up and there's a process have you ever had a you know maybe you're like distracted should we say and you're we'll give red bull a shout out here (laughs) looking for sponsors Um, if you're having a you know you're having your can of red bull and or or maybe you're on your phone or something and presumably do you do you get like a little box up at the up at the top that you can put your belonging belongings in is there ever a case where you're like oh god i can't get rid of my phone you just have to chuck it into your suit and (laughs) Um, and and ski like that. No, we carry big backpacks where we have like extra jackets. Extra it's a gloves. really big backpack. It's yeah. like ninety liters. Ninety liters. Yeah. Ninety liters. You don't think to put an extra back. And you put like <laughs> every equipment in, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> you put every equipment in, just yeah. like your helmet, boots, everything. And then when you go up up the hill, you put your boots on and everything. And that's when you go with the chairlift or ski lift. And then that's when it starts because the boots are really really tight. It's like one size down of your foot, so it's it hurts so bad that you just want to get you get go into your boots, you get do out, your training, and done, then you put them off because yeah, you don't yeah. want them anymore. Uh, that's why they, we, when we, you see them at the end, they take un- unbind exactly. their boots. Really yeah. quickly. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, would, we would always ask you. Now I asked you this before about what sport you would do if you if you didn't ski. But I'm going to change it slightly. What winter sport would you do if you couldn't ski? Like, would you be 
a lunatic like Jeff and go for the luge? Or would you, you know, do the bobsleigh? I don't know. Would, Ski jump. That's, mate, that's for min- mate, Eddie, yeah, I watched that ocean. film, Eddie the Eagle, you know, oh, the British yeah. lad. Mate, those boys, are, and women obviously, they are on a different planet, <laughs> aren't they? Like when you see when you see them properly launch themselves, yeah. is that some? Have you ever tried that? Would you try something like that? Or um, I I've never tried it. What it, the little jump we would do, I think. The ski jump, you do the ski jump. Yeah, but the little one. Like yeah, the little jump. The, but, yeah, okay. <laughs> I would not. I'm scared of heights, so I would just stay <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> I stay on the ground. Oh, I won't do so that. So how does how does how, how does, does it work, work? Yeah. when you go, when you go on the chairlift? Then does, <laughs> does someone have to drive you up to the top of no, the? No, uh, I, I think I got used to that. But if there's always protection, so you put protection down. But I know in America they don't have protection; they just leave it open. And I'm always like, I'm not gonna do this. Like I have to hold on to something. But it's not. I'm I'm getting over my fear. I feel like jumps are worse for me. Okay, I've just thought a bit of a practicality it's because you're saying you don't have your boots and your skis with you when you get on the chairlift. It's all in the back. No, okay, so you go up the hill. Okay. Move your boot back in the back, like everything yeah. is in the back. You're no, like normal clothes. Yes. And then you come up. You put your race suit on, your boots. Uh, hold on, I'm talking about. I'm, I'm come back a step. You get off the chairlift. No, no, no. You, you get- you're like in your car trying to drive up to the oh, to restaurant. The, to the okay, okay. And then in the restaurant, you you put everything on, and then you come out to get in the chairlift, and that's when you start. Okay, I'm with you. Yes. How second, you- how second, how are you going to get the how do you get off the chairlift without your skis? Was Oh, that. you can do that. You can do that. Yeah. Sometimes um, you never been belted one on the back of the legs. Never? Yeah, probably. probably. Look, <laughs> but that's you just try to ignore it. Just <laughs> play it cool, like this yeah, never happens. Have you ever? Right, get, these are things that would just happen to me. So I'm just trying to think from a practical <laughs> sense what could possibly go wrong. <laughs> Smack by the back I'm, of the I'm, chair. I'm, when you as I said, I will ask. Uh, I will ask some silly questions here. Have you ever? Because some of them you can sit on the chair and you keep your skis on, don't you? Yes. And you just keep your poles like that. And you're going up, and you're about to do your run, and you drop. Like, imagine if you dropped one of your poles. Like, what are you doing? Do you just like rock I can up? Go to the- get them. Yeah, but you don't have time. Oh, well, there's actually in a professional race they have extra poles at the start, uh, just in case. Just some, someone rock up with one pole and be like, "You can't, you can't start with one pole." Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, enough. fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. That'd be a good one, wouldn't it? Just rock up with one pole one. or a pole yeah. for like six foot. <laughs> <laughs> You know, stab the start you going in, bash in. You've got to think of every scenario. And when you've got clowns like us that don't clearly don't ever <laughs> been in that. I mean. Just think, the, the, the heart, my heart's beating. Thinking yeah. being on the box, ready to go. I but mean, my thing would be right. Get, give this, give this absolute death. Give, I mean, you've you, you said before about the. Was he saying about the ski jump in Vengen and the the or where was it in and saying I, the size? I've been to, um, Lilyhammer up the yeah, the ski, that's the ski jump. Yeah, yeah that and made that, the old ticker. Well, I was a young lad at the time, and that made the ticker. Yeah, beat a skipper. skipper so launch. saying, but they have Red Red Bull have a race. They call it the Red Bull Four Hundred, and you start at the bottom and you have to run. Oh, all the way to yeah. the top and like the pros do it in like two and a half minutes and then you've got the the average Joes like ourselves to take like 45 minutes to get, <laughs> to get to the top of the hill completely off the cuff who's the fastest over 100 metres out of you two like a running race running race running, running race. race who's the fastest over 100 100 it's my ACL I oh, yes, excuses, Joyce. No, yeah. I was pretty good. Tune in later on so, because yeah. I'm, I'm going to video a race. This is one of these things. We're all different skills, but you know how how good are we over? We're going to have a race after the show. You saw you saw what happened at at the top squash tournament, the Masters tournament that I had. 
uh, in, well, when was it? In May. Where there's a couple of lads, a couple of 50-year-old lads, they just said, well, I'm quicker than you over 100. The other one said, no, you're not. So they just got off, took their shirt. They actually don't know why they took their shirts off, but they took their shirts off. Okay, get the crowd, yeah, get the one, people what they want. One took a tumble. He went there. He went there. <laughs> yeah, took a couple of teeth shirts. But yeah, it's just an interesting one. Who's, who's quickest over the 100? Joyce said that she probably was earlier on. Maybe not so well, not so much now. She'd probably wave the white flag because what of the race. What about swimming? If you had a swimming race, who would win? I think Joyce. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's all about get we out. Did, we did a race once. I did win, yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Don't bring this that up. We've been so, okay, so it's swimming, we've got a hundred. What's another one more other discipline we got, Scott? Can't go a car race because bike we, bike race maybe? Yeah, but she's done her ACL. Yeah, the, but ACL's alright if you're going forward, isn't it? Yeah, if it's no, changing yeah, direction. Yeah, yeah, she can't she, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. no, but we biked yesterday together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. She Gwyneth was pretty good going up who? the mountain. Yeah. Well we well we both But who would. won? She can be good, but who won? Why I did pass her at the end. Yeah, right, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I told you, we, we, we always uh, we always try and you know try and uh, talk about the bagarre and stuff like that between the athletes and in, in your case the sisters um ladies before we you see time flies when you're having fun that's uh yeah. we're nearly done there are there any uh, uh, can you give us a, a shout out to who your sponsors are um who are supporting well, you well, on well, this well, skiing I mean, skiing journey yeah front of the, front of the oh dad <laughs> yeah oh dad yeah dad front of the front of the hat the fizz helmet yeah, yeah. fizz helmet has balwas yeah. on it i have atomic skis every yeah. equipment is up from atomic and then i have a website um well we're on it i'm on it right here oh you do oh, i'm on it right here he's getting, right. The, he's getting the hits i up, tell huh? you what it's one hell of a website if you're if you're listening to this show right now have a look at uh, gwyneth uh, Rapport. it's now. really you, amazing it, 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 if she doesn't say so herself it's an absolute uh, absolute blinding and i said to you on the way in when um in, in the car i gave scott a call before the show i said fair crack of the sauce bottle this is one hell of a website do you know what that Whoever's means b- fair crack of the sauce bottle i don't no okay <laughs> He comes out with some good ones. Just nod and smile. Just and pretend you know what he's talking about. Yeah. Fair crack of the sauce bottle. This is one hell of a website. Whoever's put this together, I think down at the bottom, if I have a look. It's Flexfox. Is it Flexfox? Yeah. Or not? It's a really amazing. Flexfox. I tell you what, they've done. All, and, 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 and the team behind you have, have put a uh, fabulous uh, website together. And so um, if you're listening, go and, go and have a look at it because and, and get them behind supporting uh, Gwyneth and Joyce, of, of course. We'll be following you um, and maybe even pestering you in this season as well. We can as, as, uh, as, as we always say, Nathan, our goal with this show is to try and promote all the Luxembourgish athletes. You know, there's so much going on in Luxembourg, even if there aren't any mountains in Luxembourg or in Holland. You know, we'll not get into that. But ladies, keep doing what you're doing. Um, and yeah, we wish you a really, um, really successful season and we'd love to see you both at the uh, the Winter Olympics. I think that would be a hell of a hell of an achievement. Um, as always, we give a huge shout out to the army of volunteers out there who make our sporting world tick. Whether it's the guy not letting you go at the start, coaching, preparing the kit, whatever you're doing to get young people involved in sport, keep doing what you're doing. You can check out the rest of the team tomorrow from 6am. You've got the Sam Steen Show. He's back. He's back. He's Stephen back. steps low as well at lunchtime at 12 o'clock. And then you've got Melissa Dalton with the home stretch from three. Don't forget about Dave Burrows and his DB3 sessions. You've also got the hangover show. But until then, it's Cher. Cher. Cher.